0: Welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. We help you stay happy, healthy and whole so your small business can thrive and stay vital in this ever-changing world with holistic coaches and small business owners, Jill and Dan. Hello and welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel.
1: Hello, Jill and hello, listeners.
0: Hello, listeners. And today we've got quite a deep podcast for you that we are going to talk about and it's all about the inner work reflects the outer work because I think me and you Dan we do quite a lot of inner work and we probably don't not reflect that I think we do reflect that we do it but we probably don't talk about our inner work as much as what we talk about our outer work.
1: I do inner work but I think I can do a lot more as well Mm. but because it's such a deep subject you cannot really give facts and figures and screenshots of your the inner spiritual kind of deep meaningful work that you're doing yourself so unless you have a deep conversation like we're going to it's kind of it's hard to advertise that if you know what i mean unless you really sit down and get into it but when you do get into it this is the real meat and potatoes of what self-development is about isn't it
0: yeah this is not the kind of stuff that you can put on instagram as a picture going hey look at me i'm doing spiritual development today doesn't really work that way, does it? <laughs> and usually, like what Warren says, if if you're going out there and putting out there that you're some deep meditational master, you you probably really aren't.
1: It's that work done in silence which kind of then just reflects who you are. Like five, ten years down the line, when people just see you as like a high vibration, good energy person, you think, oh, they, they must be doing something that I'm not. But it's mm-hmm. like you say, it's not something you can take a screenshot of or put on Facebook. It's like years of hard truths, personal development, and and just working away on your own in silence, and then eventually that that will show.
0: Yeah, yeah. And one of the, let's dive in then because one of the first things about this is mastery of self. I would say this is the hardest thing to do, and it's the thing that you will constantly battle with throughout your life. The the hardest person to master is you. your own self isn't it
1: yeah and I think the first part of that comes being absolutely brutally honest with yourself Mm. of of where you're at what your thought pattern is mainly probably going to be negative thoughts if you're not where you want to be and where you want to go and you have to be honest with yourself and say this is what I actually want this is what's holding me back these are the bad habits which I'm doing and stop blaming on other people and blaming on like on excuses when Mm. really it's Every little decision you make every day will will lead to the life that you're creating. So you have to kind of sit down and just reflect and say, well, what, what have I done even over the past 24 hours? Has that got me closer to where I want to be? Is this my true self? And it's literally that simple, but it, that doesn't mean it's easy. It, it's very hard to come to terms with who you've been for, for, in my instance, 32 years. And you think, has every decision every day led me towards where I want to be? And it can be kind of quite startling, really, when you think, a lot of the decisions I've made don't reflect where my life wants to go. So, so being honest with yourself is the first step.
0: Yeah. And once you've become honest, become aware of how every single decision and it is, it's every single decision is either taking you towards your dream or taking you away from it. So whether that dream be, um, you know, you want to lose, let's say like a really easy dream. I want to lose a stone. Um, every single thing that you eat, you put into your mouth, every bit of exercise that you choose to do or choose not to do, the decisions are all your decisions. And it all boils down to whether you can master yourself to actually get out on those days where you don't want to, where you can stop eating the chocolate and drinking the wine, doing all the stuff that is taking you away from where you want to be. And it is, it's down to those I know we say it all the time with habits and stuff, but it totally is. And it's all about mastering your mindset and raising the vibration. And everything you do is either going to lift you up or bring you down. You've got two choices.
1: Yeah. And if you're thinking the, the, the title of this podcast is that you, the inner work and the outer work, well, it might sound a little, bit, a little bit hippie-ish, a little bit airy-fairy, like inner work and stuff. But inner work is just having a word with yourself. Literally, when you come down to eat a meal, and saying to yourself, Is is this healthy? Is this going to help me lose a stone? That is inner work. It's that battle with yourself and overcoming those habits because it's yeah. really difficult. So, the inner work is that inner voice in your head, which throughout your whole life might have made excuses I'm going to start on Monday. It's not my fault. I've, you know, my, my parents didn't eat healthy. A million excuses you tell yourself. Well, that inner work is then overcoming that and literally making those simple little choices every day. And then that will reflect on your outer self. It, like you say, it r- it'll raise your vibration. You'll be a happier per- uh, person to be around. And it'll literally literally reflect in the way you look. If you lose a stone, you're going to look different. You're going to look healthier. You're going to feel different. So the inner work literally exposes itself as the outer self or you. So yeah, yeah you're, right. you're right. It's it's the, It's every little single thing you do.
0: So, Dan, how would you say we are reflecting out on the world?
1: <laughs> well, I think at the moment it's difficult for us to some degree because the world we live in now is very split. And I would say me and you are the minority at the moment. Definitely. With with regards to the whole pandemic and views on um, vaccinations and masks and the social gatherings, we're probably the, yeah, we probably are the minority. We're the one in 10 or one in 20 here kind of doesn't agree with the mainstream, not saying that's right or wrong, but I think at the moment we're reflecting a bit of courage to go against the grain and to endure a little bit of ridicule and and discomfort. But hopefully we're also reflecting that we're doing this for the good of people and the good of people's health. That's how I like to think of it anyway at the moment.
0: Yeah. And you can only give out what you've got yourself. And um, yeah, if if you can't stand up for what you believe in, then what's the point of actually, you know, what's the point of doing all this?
1: Stand for something or fall for anything.
0: Yeah.
1: That's kind of how I feel at the moment. It's certainly been a challenging year. I must admit um, personally for, with regards to kind of personal relationships with other people as well, because it's it's difficult to get a point across without being argumentative. And you want Mm. people to see your way, but that's not real life. And you have to, I found it's kind of, finding that balance between respecting other people's opinions but trying to help them as well it's 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 been a challenge
0: there's never been a time in the world where it hasn't actually counted towards you for being healthy
1: Mm, yeah exactly people are getting ridiculed for being healthy Healthy? yeah
0: (laughs) and it's the first time ever anyway i've written a quote down i didn't actually say this one before but i think it's appropriate now and i don't know who said it but um i've just written down seek not to defend always your point of view
1: Mm. I want to dive deep into that one explain
0: (laughs) I think that's where I'm coming at now because I feel like I've been battling a little bit so I just think you know I don't need to defend my point of view anymore that's what I am and if people don't like it then that's that I'm getting to that stage now where acceptance
1: yeah and obviously a lot of kind of our inner circle people who we We get along with have similar views people who we follow maybe online and things like that a lot of people have the same viewpoint as kind of me or you Mm -hmm. so you you see other people going through it as well Uh, and i recently watched a a video of someone he, he was getting a lot of heat from his opinions and someone had like openly asked him like how do you deal with like all the hate and the and the confrontation and his answer was simple he just went you don't owe anyone anything
0: exactly i think that's, that's, where, that's I'm where that's
1: where you're coming from that's that's what reminded me yeah
0: yeah that's where i'm heading to but it's been a process like i've been in it a little bit longer than you have <laughs> you'll get around to it but yeah. i just think now just that's it uh you know i don't need to defend my views to anyone or anything i don't expect anyone to defend their views to me it's, it is what it is come from it with a lack of judgment on all sides i think so now now it is when i've I think about HLC1, this is how I realize how far I've come is because when I first did HLC1, I thought it was like really deep, um, deep and meaningful. And like some of the information i would never heard before put in that context, but now I, I look back on it and I, when I read, like read how to eat, move and be healthy, even though it's deep in the stuff in there that I, I get each time, I still think some of the stuff now, it seems like just very natural to me. And I'm like, how did I
1: not know that? That's when you become aware of how the, the healthy the healthiest, most profound things are also the simplest things. If you just master the simple things, like you have got I would say 90 to 95% of things covered. It's it's not just health. It's um Bruce, Leah that famous quote. I don't fear the man who's practiced one thousand kicks one time. I fear the man who's practiced one kick a thousand times. And that's what it is if you just master eating healthy, drinking enough water, going to bed on time, positive thinking, a bit of meditation and some breathing techniques. That's most of your stuff covered. Um, But to me and you, that seems really simple now, but it takes a lot of time and effort to really live those things and then Mm. to to teach them and really try and explain to people that there is no magic bullet. You have to do these things throughout your whole life consistently. That's what gets you kind of true health. And that like doing all those things correctly – is not just good for your health it's good for anything any dream any ambition you have if you get those six things right it's only going to serve to move you closer towards that dream no matter what it is
0: yeah you know what you're right you're absolutely right and i don't think you could do any work towards your dream until you've got at least like 80 of those in place and if you haven't got the foundation principle if you don't know what the foundation principles are by the way then you need to listen to our foundation principles podcast series don't you um so once you get the fund if you haven't got the foundation principles each one is equally as significant as the other and that's what I've really discovered in the last year you know people just think it's uh get your nutrition right get your exercise right and you'll be healthy but no, mindset is just as much as of importance. Hydration is just as much of importance. Breath work, everything, sleep, it's all, it's all equally important when you're great.
1: With uh, coming back to the inner work, outer work, you can't give what you don't have. So with me and you coaching clients, if we haven't mastered our six foundation principles and gotten healthy ourselves mm. and done some real deep work, we aren't then really qualified to, Try and coach anyone how to do it themselves. If we aren't doing it, then you're just kind of a phony coach, really telling others. It's yeah. very it's very hypocritical telling someone to do something, then you're not doing it yourself. But what happens is then you just see, you just start getting poor results. Your your clients will stop. Um, they'll stop doing the work themselves. They'll start lying to you. They won't turn up on time. And what Mm -hmm. you then you then externalize your anger and frustration at them but really it's anger and frustration at yourself because you know how to live healthy and then if you do it yourself you'll see it mirrored back to you through clients family and friends um and that's that always happens it happens when as soon as you start raising your vibration thinking positive thoughts you'll see opportunities start coming up and doors opening it's just a reflection of how you treat yourself. The world will start treating you the same. That, that's what I found in life anyway.
0: Yeah, what you get, what you put out, you get back. Um, I was, when you were talking about mirror there, mirroring, mirroring um, I was just looking for a quote. There's some really good quotes about you are the mirror that reflects back out into the world and whatnot. And then my friend who is a fellow Czechie, I just happened to look at Facebook just before when I was looking for some quotes and he wrote this on and I was like, oh, that's perfect. And it is, when you realize that you're simultaneously the mirror, the creation and the observer at the same time, that is a pretty deep thought, isn't it? And that's what we are. We are the, we are reflecting. We are the mirror. We're reflecting out. We are the creator. We've created this vision of ourselves that we are reflecting out. And we're also the observer. We're watching what we do. We, we are analyzing ourselves all the time. It's, it's, dead deep that one isn't it Dan
1: sounds like something roomy would say in some of his yeah (laughs) that's really good though I like it
0: yeah I do when you realize you're the simultaneously the mirror the creation and the observer you're looking at what you've created and when like like you just said before when your what you're putting out there doesn't match what you're thinking what you're saying and what you're thinking are two separate things then that creates a massive void inside of you and um, that's when that void is where you lose your power. let's just think about um our former health secretary Matt Hancock he's out there on a podium staring down the camera telling us all that we can't go and hug our family members and people had to you know bury their family without seeing them and he's then hopping off around the corner with with his bit on the side lady so what's that all about? He lost his power, didn't he?
1: So, obviously, he didn't believe in all the regulations he, he was talking he was about on, on television. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. so he was telling, he was saying one thing, but internally, he obviously didn't believe it himself. So, so there's the gap. And in that gap comes pain or discomfort, which oh. he's probably now experiencing. He kind of avoided forever. So, yeah. the, I think there's a, Paul Check talks about it the, the, the bigger the gap is, the bigger unease you feel. So you need to narrow that yeah. gap. So if you, the like a, an easy way to, to start this process is all the pain you cause yourself through through negative habits, through vices, these things, just admit to them first of all and admit to other people, family and friends like you have them. Say I'm struggling with um, giving up cigarettes or I'm struggling with say, sugar or whatever it is or you know what I mean, I'm in a bad relationship. If you just admit them, mm. then at least you're not projecting outwards like a lie pretending that it's okay so at least you've you've Mm -hmm. you've kind of you've bridged that gap it like straight away so then at least you're not telling like a load of lies and people can start to help you it can be really difficult but it's it's that first step that you have to make going back to hancock's going back to that example if he'd have i don't know if if he was obviously he must be in a a relationship he's not happy with and he wanted to be Mm -hmm. with this other woman he could have just come out and admitted it and just you know what i mean left his wife which is not easy and his family but if he wanted mm-hmm. to be with this other woman he could have bridged the gap there and then it wouldn't have been as big of a scandal and if he really didn't believe in the regulations then he probably should have stepped down as the health minister yeah. so what trouble is he didn't bridge that gap he got found out and that gap was then <laughs> too big to jump so he's he's you know what i mean he's um it's created he's pain suffering the consequences yeah
0: Yeah sad it's really sad when that happens really then when people like and it happens all the time in politics isn't it like it's not the fact that he had an affair like politicians have affairs all the time that's not even like first page news anymore now is it it was the fact that he was telling people what to do with their lives and he had so much influence over other people's lives and he couldn't live the life that he was telling people that we should be living and that's how we would feel right if we were doing the same.
1: That's exactly what it is and and that's just one of many thousands of circumstances or examples over the past year, which has been proven um, that the the people in charge who make the rules do one thing and then they do another. As um, soon as the cameras turn off, they just go back to living everyday life. But we're expected to live 24-7 by the rules that they imply. So yeah. it's total, total hypocrisy and I'm glad they've been found out to some degree, but unfortunately I don't think it's going to change anything
0: because can you imagine me and you right if we're teaching all this stuff about health and then every night we're out there drinking 10 pints and eating 50 pies like <laughs> our reflection of our outer selves would not be what it is now is it we couldn't be sitting here going right you really need to be healthy it's really good for you you know immune, immunity or skin or whatever if we were then not reflecting that out but ours is a very visual thing isn't it whereas can you remember when Boris had COVID, and then he went on a big rant about how he was going to change the health of the nation, and you know we all needed to get fit. And then he was out jogging for about a day, and then he went on his bike, and then he got wrong because he went too far. And then, remember all that? Like, what's happened to all that? It doesn't. It all seemed to have gone now, doesn't it? It's just everybody get a vaccination, and that that'll see you through. Which yeah. I find is quite sad. Nobody's. Mention all of the other stuff that you can do for your health.
1: Yeah, and like I said, now that Hancock's gone and someone else is in, the the show just rolls on. They'll just say the same thing as he's been instructed and to say. And they'll
0: just get blamed for, he'll just get blamed for everything now, That Hancock. Yeah. He's <laughs> gone. I used to work in government for 15 years, so I've seen it all, seen it happen all the time. It's not the politicians who run government, it's the, it's the um, civil servants anyway. The politicians are changing all the time so interesting anyway so that's like about about kind of the reflection the what you're putting out into the world um so like you can only put out what you are putting in it's a bit like um like the the, the uh, computer isn't it we've got the hardware here which is our body but software is what's running the program right
1: yeah i think i've mentioned like a similar analogy before it's kind of like your your dominant thoughts uh, the the computer and then your physical body is the printer, so your oh. your thoughts just print out this thing which you believe in. If you believe in health, then you're going to look like a healthy person. Uh, if you don't believe in health, then you're going to look like an unhealthy person. The the printer just it it doesn't control what's coming out. It just gets told what to do, which is your dominant thoughts and beliefs and values. So that's where the inner work reflect. That's where the outer work reflects the inner work. If you work on yourself and some good self-reflection and think about what your values are and then live day to day by those little choices, doing them, your outer work, i.e. your printer will then print out a life and a body which reflects what you believe in. That's, a, that's kind of a simplified version, but that's how it works. Oh,
0: yeah. That's a good one, Dan. So what kind of things do you do to um, reflect outwards?
1: Well, recently, something which I've um, I've never really done before, I would. I don't want to say journaling, but mm-hmm. I just sometimes I just get a pad and a paper, and I just, I just write down what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's not like it's not like a gratitude. It's not like a journal day to day. It's just write down your dominant thoughts, and mm-hmm. it's just been a recent thing. But I think because I've never done it before, I find myself writing like pages and pages and pages of going through the past, and then kind of what I want to do in the future, what I'm doing day to day, and seeing it visualized on paper Uh gives a representation of all the the, that is what's going through my head all the time and to see it on paper of like like two or three pages long (laughs) you think there's a lot of chaos in there which needs organizing (laughs) a little bit so that's that's just one thing um Uh for me the inner work is the six foundation principles Uh um obviously still need some tweaking and yeah that's that's kind of it for me i want to get back to some sort of tai chi and meditation I've, I've fell off there so that's one of the six foundation principles which i need to get back on track with so yeah that's it that's in a nutshell that's that's kind of me really what about you
0: okay well i probably already do journaling quite a bit so i've got this diary that every the end of every month it makes me write down well, it doesn't make me but it prompts me um to write down what went well at the month what didn't go well what do i want to focus on for the next month and so i kind of I've just got in the habit of doing that for my business but I also write down kind of other stuff as well um so yeah so journaling, really powerful stuff mantraing um big one for the mantras especially if you're struggling with certain areas of your life and um, I was just talking to one of my clients yesterday who was struggling with nutrition and diet and eating the right healthy foods, and I was like start mantraing every day I'm going to eat healthy today because she was like saying I've never had like a really good day where I felt oh god I've really been on point all day so I said get your mantras in get start mantra today I'm going to eat healthy today I'm only going to put food in my body that's nutritious I'm strong I'm healthy I'm good enough as I am all that kind of stuff really really gets you it's it's just about raising that vibration um so yeah I'm a good one for mantraing I have just started drumming as you know Dan so I'm loving the drum loving it so yeah bang me drum like that kind of raises that raises your vibration like a lot what's better for relieving stress than banging a drum
1: <laughs> well talking about vibration that's literally all it is it's that just is. A, it's, a, a big, it's just a buffalo was it a, a red deer skin vibrating a to, on a yeah. frame?
0: so yeah so so yeah drumming brilliant i love it and um that helps me raise my vibration. And uh, that's really, really good. Um, So the two that I've really, really focused on over the past two months, let's say, since I started working with Lee of the foundation principles are nutrition, which has, um, which I've really upped my game on. And that's made a massive difference. And taking like supplements that are meant for me, In terms of what I mean by that is like supplements that I've actually been tested. I've tested my microbiome and I'm taking supplements for what I need, not just a random lot of supplements. And uh, breathing, I've really upped the breathing thing and that is making a massive difference. You can really alter your state of consciousness via the breath. So in September, I'm starting a, a course, a conscious connected breath work course, so expect to hear more about that in the future, Daniel.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I like a bit of breath work. That's I used to yes, do you're the, into... the Wim, yeah, the Wim Hof breathing in the past. Again, I've I kind of fell off that, but I definitely know it's something which is a tool in the toolbox to go back mm-hmm. to. And it's it's very simple and it's surprising how profound it is. It's yeah. although it might only last 10, 15 minutes, the actual exercise, but doing it every day, it does give you a feeling of kind of euphoria and also a feeling of like that calm when you're doing it it's chaos <laughs> it's very <laughs> hectic but then of
0: uh-huh.
1: calm and because it's very uncomfortable as well mm. it's like that's it's a good point to kind of tell people if they're going to think about doing it it's very uncomfortable i've even seen videos of, of people crying and and getting oh, really deep and having experiences yeah your
0: hands going to spasm your hands can yeah. go, you get that claw hand which is quite a common thing of mm. uh, when you start to, it's it's very uncomfortable to do.
1: Yeah, um, it's, that's not for everyone. Some people, you know what I mean, they can get through it fine. But yeah. it's a sense of achievement as well when you when you do complete something like that and you, you then reap the rewards. It's like anything. There's there's going to be challenges if it's worth doing. It's not just going to be plain sailing.
0: Exactly. Like lifting a weight is challenging, but equally, not being able to lift a weight is challenging. You know, it,
1: it's more challenging yeah there's a, a good metaphor for kind of lifting weights it's it's a metaphor for life it's overcoming resistance mm. and that's what it is because there always will be resistance in life i mean mm-hmm. like we spoke about at the start we're getting a lot of resistance at the moment um mm-hmm. for our thoughts but that's life other people have gone through worse and in the future people will probably go through worse again you have yeah. to stick to your values
0: Exactly. Exactly. So um, I just want to talk a little bit about something that Warren reminded me of that we learned when we did some stuff years ago, which is about posture being an antenna. Bone is an antenna. Have you ever noticed this when, uh, if, you know, if your car batteries running flat, you're on your dofer to get in? What's it called? You know, when you press the button to open the doors on your car? Oh, your fob. Your fob. Your dofer. Your dofer. So if, um, did you know this, that if the battery's running low, if you place the fob on your chin and then press it, your bone, your skeleton will amplify the signal and send it to the car?
1: Well, I've seen it on on Top Gear. They did it years ago. They stood in the car park like 20, 30 metres away from the car and just held the the fob out Mm -hmm. like at arm's length and pressed the button and it wouldn't open it. Mm -hmm. And then he puts it to his head. He puts the fob against his head, then presses it, and it opens. Mm-hmm. And it works. Yeah, I don't know, I've never known why, but it it's does because work. Because
0: your your bone is an antenna. So as um, Warren says, that your posture is an antenna to the universe. <laughs> so although I'm putting it in very simple terms, in terms of a radio frequency signal from your car to open your car doors, you can use your bone. Your bone is actually your skeleton your structure your posture is an antenna out there in the universe getting the cosmic energy that's coming down so if you're hunched over with really bad posture your antenna is not going to be picking up the good signals and um yeah so looking after your posture is a really big part of the inner work as well
1: yeah it can be very subtle as well because you you might think you have a good posture but then you might only be like a few degrees out and it could make the world of difference it could get you out of pain it can make you move more freely which is going to make you happier which is going to make you send out better vibrations so it's just something as simple as that and paul czech talks about it in hlc one i think where he talks about think of it like a, a television if you're hunched over the signal's going to be scrambled but if you open up align your posture you're just going to get all the channels through on that satellite dish a lot clearer and you're going to get a clearer picture which is a metaphor for how do you want to live your life what is your Mm. vision um yeah that's a good one posture and when you we've spoke about the chakra system briefly before as Mm. well if your posture is good your chakra system lines up you can get rid of blockages it's not something i'm i'm really qualified to talk on massively because i I don't know enough about it but Mm. I, i understand the concepts Um, and there's a lot of kind of deep spiritual ancient wisdom and they understand it uh, pretty profoundly and to be honest if it's good enough for them then i think it's good enough for the rest of us at the moment
0: if it stood the rest of the test of time you know it's good enough for me as well so yeah energy centers in the body um so yeah so your posture will align those energy centers so you get it's just like lining up a. Uh, I don't know what's. The, I'm going to really talk about something I'm, I don't know a lot about electrical circuitry, but I imagine if your circuitry is not lined up correctly, then you know the impulses will not travel correctly around your body from your brain, from the universe, from wherever. So, the um the more the better you can get your posture. That can be part of the inner work as well.
1: Yeah, and a good analogy I like to think of it's in how to eat, move, and be healthy. It, it doesn't. Re- kind of specifically talk about kind of signals from the universe and things but it's imagining how your spine is like a ship's mast Mm. and if some of the some of the ropes are too tight and some of them are too slack then the winds you're not going to be able to go the direction which you want the the sea and the wind is just going to be controlling you and you're just going to be scattered all over the place which is a metaphor for your life so if you're like you say even something as simple as posture and you're in pain all the time and you don't know what to do Your life's going to be pretty scattered. But if you get out of pain, get your posture right, you'll be able to direct where your life wants to go. And that's the same as the ship's mast. If the sail can catch the wind and you can direct it how you want, you can go in the direction that you want. So that's the analogy I like to think of in my head.
0: That's a good one. So, Dan, let's go back to self-mastery just to start winding this bit up. What do you think are some top tips you can give for people who struggle with self-mastery or don't really understand what it is?
1: My top tips would be to have a a long, hard look at yourself, be honest with yourself about what your bad habits and your vices are Mm -hmm. and what you're not happy about Mm -hmm. and just be really brutal about it. Write it down, talk to yourself in the mirror, just sit and even think about it and just be as honest as you can with yourself and just... It'll just reveal what your dominant thoughts are, and it might be hard work, but that's that's kind of the start off point. And then from there, think about where you want your life to go. If you something makes you really happy, but kind of it goes against the grain of society, then you just kind of have to go with it. It's worth being in that kind of slight discomfort and to be an outlier. But if that's your true kind of what makes you happy, you have to do it because regret is just going to be poison mm. at the end of your life, and you wish you you wish you'd done something that you hadn't so yes i think what makes you happy and then start making small steps to get there that self-reflection is the jump off point for everything and don't overestimate the small steps either like we said get the six foundations in in line that's going to make any dream you have easier okay so even if you just start there even if you have some wild crazy invention that no one's ever thought of and you don't know how it's going to work but you know it's it's your dream to do it Getting to bed on time is gonna help you get there. Mm. Having a healthy diet will help you achieve that. It just that it sounds over simple, like over, overly simple, but it's the truth. So just start there. If it if the whole plan seems too complicated, just start there. And then mm. another top tip which I need to take on board, as well as <laughs> maybe a bit of psychedelics might <laughs> might help. Something I do wanna experiment with in the future. So a yeah. lot of these, a lot of these ancient cultures. The, there was things like um, mushrooms and cactus and herbal medicines and, and ritual, rituals, DMT, ayahuasca. I mean, it's not something you can go and buy in Tesco, but a little bit of um, a little bit of open mindedness and a bit of research. Yeah, I think if you're really struggling with blockages, that can just give you a really clear picture of what the hell's going on in your head. So it obviously comes with, with dangers, but yeah, that's. That's me giving myself a little bit of advice there. Cool,
0: cool. What about um, you? Yeah, so mine, my advice is focus on the 1%. The little things that you can do that will you probably won't even realise the difference that they're making to you. So reduce chemical stress, for example. Reduce toxicity down. Reduce EMFs. So the amount of time you spend on your phone in front of a screen. Breath work, like we've mentioned just those little one percent things that even like nutrition one percent what can you just cut down a little bit of say if you had say 10 cups of coffee a day if you cut it down by one percent that's like one cup just take one cup away that'll make a massive difference over the long term and then take it down another take it down another just slowly gradually start to do that and keep reassessing and re-evaluating all the time it's like a loop isn't it so like for me I wrote a protocol for my core club is for a diet protocol not a diet like a nutrition protocol to so it was like a four-week protocol so the first week we wrote everything down the second week we wrote everything down then we re-evaluated then we went bound right, round in a loop and it's that whole re-evaluation process it's like a quality thing like my husband's a quality engineer that's what he does isn't it it's that whole are you putting quality things out if you're not what what's stopping you what why are you not doing it and it's it's a battle it is it's a battle but it's a one that you're perfectly capable of of mastering but it takes time energy and a lot of um you need to put time into your life for stillness stillness is an anchor as warren would say
1: yeah and i I think as well asking yourself why a lot why am I doing this yeah why am I having this drink is it say if whatever if it's a vice why, why am I having a drink on a night time really ask mm-hmm. yourself why am I an addict Why am, am I covering up for a life that I don't like am I is it escapism am I bored if, if yeah if you're overeating if you're eating unhealthy food why am I doing this am I doing this just because someone's told me that it's right am I doing this because I actually feel hungry? Like ask yourself a lot of why questions and -hmm. then you'll start to build a clearer picture just like I've been saying of why you're doing it. And then if the logical conclusion comes out that, well, the only reason I'm doing it is because I'm bored. Well, then, you know, it's a bit of a silly choice, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, again, that's just asking yourself questions is just reflection. And then when you start giving yourself honest answers, you can then put better processes in place to change your life then that inner reflection is going to lead to a better outcome, okay? So that's how the inner self is going to be reflected on the outer self.
0: Oh, you just nicked me quote that I was going to say that, Dan. Like, the more you reflect, the better you mirror.
1: The more you reflect, the better you project.
0: Oh, hey!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just one-upped you there.
0: That is good. Yeah, the more you reflect, the better you project. I like it.
1: That's a good place to finish, eh?
0: Yeah, I think, I think we can both claim dibs on that course. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan, yeah, that was a bit deep for us, wasn't it, really?
1: To be honest, I like doing these ones the best because the most meaningful progress in life and self-mastery, like, you, like you've been doing with Warren, does come from self-reflection. You have mm. to know what's, what's going on internally.
0: Yeah, Warren likes us all to write, like, so if we'd listen to this and I was Warren, he'd say, right now, write a page of insights from what you've gained from listening to this podcast.
1: Yeah. Just like a, like a review.
0: Yeah. Like just a, a what you've gained from it. What are your insights? What you are going to take forward?
1: Like I said, I've been doing um, that journaling type of things, writing down dominant thoughts and it's surprising how hard it can be sometimes when you start to write down a negative thought but it's still mm. in there, but you have to, but writing it down, you can almost find yourself not wanting to write it because you don't want to believe it's true. Mm-hmm. So like, it might sound really easy to just write down what you're thinking. But then when it comes to doing it, you think, is that, was that what I really think? Has that been holding me back all this time? So you can see how hard of a time people have with opening up about really deep traumatic things. If like I've experienced, sometimes it's even hard just writing it down on paper to yourself when no one's going to see it. hmm So to to open up to people and then to live a life where you you break past those barriers is hard, but it's that's where real progress comes from.
0: Yeah. And sometimes that's the things that are holding you back that you really need to get out there.
1: Yeah. Nearly always is, to be honest. Yeah.
0: True. Okay, then, Dan. Excellent listeners. We'd love to hear any feedback from your insights on this
1: podcast. Give it give us your one page review.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, are we finished then then Dan? Yeah, we're done. Yeah, you got anything else? No?
1: No, that's me done. So remember you can find us every Monday. We release new content. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Home, Alexa, Jill's website, Podbean. All
0: over the place. Yeah. And for your podcasting needs. All hour so um thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe and leave a um, review if you wouldn't mind that would be awesome and um yeah we'll see you all next time thanks for listening
1: thanks everyone